Welcome to Pipes, Pours, and Pals. I'm your pal, Justin. And I'm your pal, Nate. How's it going, buddy? Oh, not too bad, man. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Yeah? Sitting here with a cold beer. Yeah. Pipe. Some tobacco. A little whiskey. Yeah, we're getting into it. Yeah. Yeah, I started before you got here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm trying to catch up. (laughs) What you drinking? Oh, I bought that six-pack on the National Beer Day of the Zombie Dust. Yes. I'm polishing it off. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's It looks cool. Your wife liked it, too. She said it, I, she thought it was I pretty know, good. I know. I'm just not an IPA fan. You smashed that bottle. I did. I drank it pretty chug, quickly. Chug, I was thirsty. Chug. Chug. That's pretty good. I'm drinking a uh, Coors Banquet because I like cheap beer. Mm-hmm. In that little snubby bottle. I think it's technically... It's the 1936 stubby bottle is what it says. Yeah. It's cute. I'm not sure what word I said, but I meant to say stubby bottle. I think bottle. you said snubby. I, yeah. Because I was thinking like a snub nose revolver. Yes. But stubby is the correct word. Don't play with guns. They're bad. Well. No, I'm just guns. kidding. I love guns. <laughs> you have way more guns than I have. <laughs> Shh. Don't tell them my secret. Oh, man. How's, how's things been going? Not too bad. Work's been busy, been hopping. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hospital's always busy. I feel like numbers are ramped back up for COVID a little bit. Really? I, I, yeah. I don't know. They're saying they are. I haven't really seen it, but the news keeps talking about it. And I heard that, like, China's on their biggest lockdown they've had since the pandemic started in 2020. So mm, that's depressing. I don't want to talk about it. I know. Let's talk about... I'd rather smoke it. Tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> no, I work in nursing homes, and it's weird because some nursing homes are getting more and more strict about it. And then I had guys at a nursing home last week, and maybe a week before last, and they didn't even ask questions, they didn't take temperatures, they didn't do anything. Yeah. So I thought it was kind of weird. And then it was ended up like, it wasn't just that nursing home. It was two other nursing homes in the same day after that one. So it's just weird. And then some are like, you can't come in unless you're vaccinated and stuff. So I don't know. I think it depends on like, I don't know if they go by county or towns or what it is, but I've noticed like the place I work, my main job, I don't, they don't we don't, we're not required to wear masks anymore. Like it's just like the Yay. wild west out there. And I'm so excited like about wild it. Wild west out there. Yeah. I love like, when they said that we didn't, because we're honestly not around a lot of people in my area. Like we have a small group of people that run this clinical pathology laboratory. And we'll, like, if one of us is sick, we don't come to work, but we don't, we're not really around other people. You know what I mean? So it didn't really make a lot of sense anyway, but the, uh, the hospital laboratory that I work at as my second job, they obviously, we still have to wear a mask and I don't get that either. Like, I understand if you're going through the hallway, if you're around patients, if you see other people, yeah, it makes sense. But I just think if we're all in the lab together, especially if I'm in like chemistry or hematology area, no one's coming over there. Like I'm, I'm going to edit all this out. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. It, I don't want to ruffle people's feathers about masks and stuff like that. Okay. You good with that? I don't care. Okay. So yeah, I uh, I'm. On to something happier. We're uh, smoking right now. What are you smoking? I am smoking 
John Cotton's Double Pressed Virginia. How about you? I am smoking Cornell and Deal We Three Kings. Oh, yeah. I don't smoke aromatics very often. Um, this one was a little um, fresh right out of the tin. This one's very strong vanilla. And then once you let it air out for a little while, it um, pretty much disappears. It just turns into a hint of vanilla. And then you really get all of the flavors of the uh, Virginias and stuff coming through on it. And then um, hints of cinnamon and allspice and kind of a tea flavor. So it's kind of like a um, um, wintertime tea, if you will. It's got uh, cinnamon, allspice, that black tea flavor, a little bit of vanilla. It's just a good combination. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. I like it a lot. Smoking it out of a Missouri Meerschaum uh, Kingston Judge. It's their Cornell and Deal collaboration. Nice. Handsome pipe. I really enjoy it. It's a very good looking pipe. It looks like a gavel. That's why I like it. It does look like a, well, it's the Judge. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to guess that had something to do with it. I don't know. I feel like it probably did, you know, but. I, think. <laughs> I don't even know what Kingston Judge has to do with. I don't either. I don't know what they're referencing if it's something specific, but. Enlighten us if you know, please. You can let us know at pipespoorsandpals at gmail.com or you can reach the podcast on our socials at pipespoorsandpals. You can reach Nate at Indiana Nate or myself, Justin at Coffee Pot Codger. Anyway, so let's get into uh, what we're, we're, you dr- we're drinking whiskey though. Like you, we're drinking beer. We already talked about that, uh-huh. but uh, we talked about the whiskey that, um, that we're drinking uh, or we haven't talked about the whiskey we're drinking and uh, I'm having some. Four Roses, one of my favorites. I'm also having Four Roses, and it is, I it's I do like Four Roses a lot. It's a very reasonably priced bourbon, and it's very good. It's just cheap. You can get it in the, the like, 1.7 liter bottle, mm-hmm. 1.75 liter bottle for like $40. It's dirt cheap. It's pretty good. Yeah. Big bottle for cheap. But... Yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, this week we're talking about our seven-day desert island rotation. Yeah, I did. It was tough. Wasn't I it? struggled. I I really had a hard time with this. And as I even as I was writing on the board here for us to talk about, I changed my answers twice, and I'm still thinking <laughs> right now about changing one of my answers. Well, you got a few minutes before you can change it. But I know. Yeah i I didn't have as much trouble as you did. I felt a little awful forsaking some blends that I do like. But our, our thought process behind this was if someone said you're being reloca- relocated to a de- desert island, you could take an unlimited amount of tobacco with you of seven different varieties, one for each day. Mm-hmm. Which ones would you take? And so we, uh, we, we tasked ourselves with coming up with our own lists. Some might be surprising, some not. So without further ado, we can uh, jump right into this. Oh, wait, before we do that, I didn't ask you, you said what you're smoking, but what are you smoking it out of? Oh, um, I am smoking also out of a Missouri Meerschaum, but mine is the apple-shaped Diplomat. Um, I bought this pipe almost not on accident, but I didn't know what I was getting, basically. It was when I was very first started smoking. It was one of the first, like, three pipes I ever bought. I went to, like, a local discount tobacco shop near my house, and they had one of these on those old Missouri Meerschaum, like, the boards with the little clips on them where they had them all stuck on there. Yeah. And I saw this little guy and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. And, you know, I took it and I like it because the bowl's not huge. 
like it's a relatively small bowl, especially compared to some of their other ones. Like if you buy the regular Diplomat, it's huge. This one's not that big. But um, one of my favorite things when I discovered it, I bought in, I think, four now. But Vermont Freehand does the Forever Stems. Mm -hmm. And you can get them in whatever color you want. They have, like, I think six or seven different shapes that you can get, different lengths, that kind of thing. So I have a Vermont Freehand stem on here that makes this guy almost like a mini church warden. Yeah, that stem's probably, what, six inches long? Close to, yeah, I would say right around six inches. Yeah, and it's like semi-bent. Yeah, well, I accidentally ordered it straight. Okay. Because I didn't, I didn't read until later that you can, in the comments when you're ordering them, if you want a bent stem, you have to put it in the comments like bent stem. Mm -hmm. So I ordered two stems at the same time, and when this one came, I put it on here, and I thought, I wish this had a little bit of a bend in it. And then I got to thinking about how I could do it myself, and I wasn't sure, so I went on Reddit and asked on there, and several people gave me some good um, recommendations on how to bend it. And one guy specifically I liked, he said to boil it in water. So I just took a pan and I put a, I have like the church warden pipe cleaners mm -hmm. and I put a church warden pipe cleaner through it. And then I just took it and hooked it, hooked the pipe cleaner on the edge of the pan when the water was boiling. And I put this guy in there, not for a super long time, but long enough to heat up the um, acrylic. Mm -hmm. And then I pulled it out with like an oven mitt. So I pulled the pipe, cleaner out of the, the water and I grab the stem itself by with an oven mitt and then I just press it against the countertop of my house and put this nice little bend into it. It's a very slight bend, but to me it's perfect. Yeah, it looks great. And I freaking love this pipe. For the angle that the stem or that the shank comes out of the bowl, that bend is about perfect. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well let's jump right into it then. Um we'll let you start. Tell us about, uh, okay. well, first of all, tell us about um, which pipes would you take with you? Well, I'm throwing, I'm throwing you for a loop here because we didn't, I didn't ask you to do this one. No, you didn't. But I legitimately was thinking about it. Are, am I allowed to take seven pipes? One for each day or just? Whatever you would like. Well, yeah, I would like to take more, all of my pipes. <laughs> no, more, no, I'm sorry. No more than seven. Okay. Um, I would definitely take this guy. This is one of my favorite pipes. I've had it for a long time, and it's a corn cob. And these corn cobs are awesome. Mm -hmm. They they just they're the perfect little smokers. So I would definitely take this one, and I would probably I have a country gentleman that I have another one of these stems on, but it's a much shorter bent um, that they bent for me. Yeah, stem. I would take that. I would definitely take. I have a gray bow. That's a grand duke it's like a saddle bit mm -hmm. the reason i would take that one is because one of the tobaccos on my list is a coin shape and one coin folded up fits perfectly in that bowl it is like the perfect bowl size for one coin okay so i would take that pipe uh i would definitely take the first grown like big boy pipe i ever bought was a rossi billiard okay the vitoria mm -hmm. series that they have I would probably take that pipe. So that's four. Other than that, I would definitely take probably three Peterson Bulldogs. No, you know what? I'm taking that back. I would take two Peterson Bulldogs and I would take a Savinelli, that Prince that I have. Okay. I love that pipe. Right on. I would take um, this Kingston Judge. I like it an awful lot. I have... 
a Missouri Meerschaum Country Gentleman that has a forever stem on it that I, it's probably my, I think it's my first cob. I absolutely love that. I would take a Savinelli Bing's favorite, one of my favorite shapes. Mm -hmm. I would probably take my Moonshine Long Stem. Um, really? Yeah, the uh, the Long Stem Devil Ants. Just because if I'm going to be, I probably don't want to be stuck with too many short stem pipes. Yeah. Um, I would take my Moonshine Poker Cob collaboration they did with Missouri Meerschaum. And then I would take one of my um, my Rat Ray's Good Deal Shape 99. Yeah. And then I would probably take the... Oh, man, that's a tough one for the last one here. I only got one more. Oh, no. Uh, I'd probably take the Oceano, the Savinelli Oceano uh, 320. It's a beautiful pipe. Yeah, you got to have a 320 shape. I have some uh, English blends on my... Uh, on my list, and I really enjoy smoking English blends out of a 320. I don't know why it is. They smoke better out of a 320 for some reason. I've heard people say that the wideness of the bowl is helpful when you're smoking English English blend. Blah, blah, sorry. The wideness of the bowl is helpful when smoking English blends. There you go. Enunciation. Yeah. But I feel similarly about the Prince shape <laughs> that I have of the Savinelli that I have. I don't remember the number on it, but it's the Savinelli Roma, but it's bowl is also I would I have one with me. I would venture to guess it's almost the same size as a as a three twenty. Mm. The opening for sure. Yeah, the actual bowl itself. Yeah. But yeah. those are all good choices. I'm surprised you're only taking one ninety nine. That's what I was thought was odd. Yeah, I mean you're not just taking seven ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I only have six, so oh. I, I'd take seven ninety nines and a cop. <laughs> The 99 is my favorite uh, shape. We talked about that last episode. Oh, no, 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 no. Honorable mention. I missed this one. Uh, scratch the... Uh, man. Scratch the country, country Gentleman, and I would take the Missouri Meerschaum Father's Day pipe. It's the top right up there. That bulldog-shaped one? Just because I would miss my children, and my, my wife and kids got me that pipe. And I love that dude. Yeah. It's a great pipe. I almost bought it when it became became available last year because mm -hmm. I loved the way it looked, but I just felt like I'd be a liar. Yeah, because at the time you weren't a father, so yeah, you're soon to be a father. Well, you are a father, but uh, your child isn't here yet, so uh, yeah, it's still cooking. It's still cooking. The bun is still in the oven. The eagle has not landed. All right, so now finally, let's get down to our uh, our seven day rotation. And I'm going to let you start with your very first one, and then I'll do my first one, and then just vice versa. We'll back. alternate. Yeah. Okay. Well, sharing so, is caring. So. When I was coming up with this list, there were three blends that right off the bat, I knew I was taking no matter what. Like, seven blends is nice, but three blends were is basically mandatory, or I'm not going to your desert. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one blend that I would take, it's... From the first time I tried it until now, and there's been periods of time where I put it away and I don't smoke it for a few months, and then I always pull it out eventually and try it again, and I'm like, man, this is my favorite blend. And it is David Off's Flake Medallions. Um, they're pretty difficult to find right now. I was actually trying to buy some tins of it, and it's on back order or sold out everywhere. So, yeah, yeah I know, really unfortunate. Um, 
one website actually took my money and then just never send it to me. And like a week later, I called them and I was like, hey. And they're like, oh, that's on back order. And I was like, well, you could have let me know. I want my money back. So they gave me my money back, but I would rather have the tobacco. Anyway. You could probably shame them, but we're not going to do that. No. They're good people. They'd be in bad taste. Um, Davidoff Flake Medallions. Yeah, it's a coin cut. It is a Virginia Perique. Very similar to a Scudo. It's, a, I mean... It's actually not that similar to a Scudo. It is that it's a Virginia Perique and that it has a coin shape, but like luxury bullseye flake has the same center. And the only difference between a Scudo and this basically is that the center of Davidoff flake medallions and of luxury bullseye flake is a black Cavendish. Mm. So a little bit of sweetness. The majority, yeah, exactly. So the majority of the coin is you're going to be your Virginias with a little bit of Perique in there wound up tightly. And then a center of black Cavendish all the way through. So when they slice it, you just get this nice little bullseye shape, which is where luxury bullseye flake gets its name from, obviously. Right on. But like I said, with the little gray bow that I have, mm-hmm. you just fold those suckers up and just stuff them in there. And it is absolutely perfect. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of coins. Um, not a fan of vapors. So I will let you have mine if you get stranded on a desert island. If we get stranded on a desert island together, we have 14 blends between the two of us. I I was taking that into consideration when I was picking some of my, <laughs> I was like, if we're going to Desert Island, we're going to be together. So I know he's not going to take this one. <laughs> yes. Uh, so my first and foremost, uh, probably coffee pot codger says it all right. I'm, I, I love codger blends. Uh, my, my first and foremost would be Prince Albert. Yeah. And I just want to say that surprises me. Yeah. I really thought it would be Carter Hall. I know. I go back and forth between Carter Hall and Prince Albert. Like, I have a favorite one time, and then the next time I'm like, I really prefer this one. But I didn't want to put both of them on the list because they're so similar. Yeah, yeah. And I just figured, like, pick one. They're close enough. You'll be happy with it. Yeah. You don't want both of them because there's plenty of other different ones that you're going to miss. So I, I, I went with Prince Albert. It's a classic. It is delicious. And I actually... I didn't put it on my list because I figured you'd have, I thought you'd have Carter Hall, but I was like, I'm not going to have Prince Albert because he's going to have Carter Hall. But then I did, I did write half and half on my list and then I erased and wrote something else. Uh, yeah. I, I, I toyed back and forth with uh, Carter Hall or Prince Albert. Uh, as you know, I mean, I've got an open tin of Carter Hall that just sits on my desk and then I have a jar of Carter Hall that sits on my desk as well. So if I'm, you know, if I'm feeling to drink or if I feel to smoke a jarred tobacco, I can still smoke Carter Hall out of a jar or I can smoke Carter Hall out of the tub. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I feel like you break in like almost all of your new pipes with Carter Hall. That's why I was so surprised that it wasn't on your list. Yeah, for the most part. I can also break them with Prince Albert, but what's uh, number two for you? Number two. I think I've told this story before, but when I first started smoking, I loathed Latakia. I couldn't stand it. Um, And then I took all of my blends that had Latakia in them and I put them in a box and I didn't touch them for eight months. And then you got me to try an English blend that I almost put on my list, but I was trying to keep it to things that were more readily available because mm-hmm. the one that you let me try is an esoterica blend, mm-hmm. Margate. Um, and Margate is absolutely delicious. It is. But after I tried that and I loved it, I was like, I'm going to pull out one of the other popular English blends that I have and try it too. So the one I tried secondly was plum pudding. Mm-hmm. And I love plum pudding. It's because I had it a lot of it when 
when I first tried and liked English blends, I smoked a lot of it. And it is just one of my stable blends. Of the like I said that there was three of them that I had no problem deciding on immediately. That was one of one of the three. Yeah. I um well I'll I'll switch up my order because I also have plum pudding on my list. I just had it further down the list. So yeah. between the two of us, we're gonna have if we get stranded together on the same island, we're gonna have so much plum pudding. It's going to be ridiculous. You know, I, I didn't look at your list at all, but we have two of the same blends that are both English blends. We do have some. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. They're both great blends. Yeah. So. We won't run out. Yeah. So mine, my second one was plum pudding. We'll go with that. So okay. I love it. Um, I did give you a really hard time for a while because you were like, oh, Latakia is so nasty. Yeah. And I thought it was funny that a person that likes nasty things like IPAs would... <laughs> would give me a hard time about liking something strong and offensive like Latakia. Yeah. And there was, you don't like, you don't like, um, peated scotch. So it kind of makes sense that you wouldn't like Latakia or you probably didn't like uh dark fired Kentucky either. I'm guessing at first. No, I really don't. Um, like I have, uh, was that who makes the, Dark Fire Kentucky Flake. Is that Mac Barron? Uh, yeah, Mac Barron makes the HHO Dark Fired. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I got a tin of that and I popped it open and smoked it. And it wasn't for that specifically, it wasn't really the flavor so much as it's there's a pretty decent nicotine hit with that mm-hmm. guy. And that's where I had a problem. <laughs> that's where I had a problem because I'm a Nancy. <laughs> but, uh, no, you're right, though. I don't like PD scotches, and I for a long time I didn't like the flavor of Latakia. Well, the first one I tried was Squadron Leader, and then I tried Northwoods from Boswell. And both of them, to me, the first time I tried them, which I was, I had been smoking pipes for maybe two months when I first tried them, mm-hmm. I thought it tasted like an old lady's perfume. <laughs> and I didn't like it at all, and I didn't know what it was. And um, But after eight months, I tried it again, and... I, I was hoping and praying that eventually I would acquire a taste for it. You know what I mean? Because I, there's so many blends. I would hate to just disregard an entire section of tobacco style because I didn't like one ingredient. So I'm glad that I like it now. I, and I really do love it now. And the floral essence that you get on some of them, it's like my favorite thing. Okay. What's uh number three for you? Number three for me is Rivendell. So when I was making this list, I immediately thought I need variety. I definitely am going to try to make it pretty equal as far as Virginia Periques, Virginia's. I kind of put those in the same category. I think most people do. But um, so that was my first one was my Virginia Perique. My second one was my English blend. And my third one is my aromatic. So Rivendell, it's such a good blend. It's so smooth. Um, I really like old Toby also from, uh, that's from, excuse me, from the country squire. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they know what they're doing over there because they have some really good blends and they have way more blends than I ever knew they had. They have so many blends. They do. Yes. Like, it's insane. I just, I've never been there and I imagine their shelves just lined with jars and jars and jars and jars. I know. Because I look at their list of stuff and I'm just like, how do you have this many blends? Right. But, but anyway, yeah, the, uh, Rivendell, it, I used to like, oh, it'll be better, but. The more I've smoked them, Rivendell's kind of taken over as my number one from them, as far as aromatics go. Yeah, likewise for me. I loved Old Toby, but then um, 
I can't remember if you introduced me to Rivendell or if I just bought some. No, I did for sure. Did you? And I, then I bought a pound. No, I bought eight ounces of it. Yeah. And I actually I bought a pound of Old Toby because I liked it a lot. And then I bought eight ounces of Rivendell, and I wish I had flipped it. Flipped it, yeah. Yeah, because I like Rivendell more. And I'm glad it's not. I'm glad it's on your list because I didn't put it on my list. I thought long and hard about putting it on my list. Yeah. So when I was making my list, that was one I thought for sure you would have. No, I didn't. I didn't put it on there. And so I'm glad that you have an unlimited supply of it because I can still smoke Rivendell. Exactly. <laughs> um, second, uh, the third one on my list, I guess, uh, is Match Twenty. We talked about that last week. Yeah, and I, honestly, I almost put that on my list. Did you? It's I haven't been smoking it very long. Obviously, the first time I tried it was a couple of weeks ago when we were doing that podcast. Mm-hmm. And but it's incredible. Yeah, it's a great blend. I I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been having withdrawals uh-huh. because we agreed we would not smoke it um, until our blind taste test that's coming up uh-huh. between those three nine six five variations. And I can't tell you how many times I've almost grabbed it. <laughs> I, like I'll pick up the jar and I'm like, oh man, Nate will never know. <laughs> and then I put it back because I try to be an honest person. And uh, I don't know that I could look you square in the eye during a blind taste test. Like, yep, haven't had these since the last, <laughs> since that podcast. So, but if we're going to a desert island, if I'm being forced uh, against my will to only take seven pipes and only take seven blends, match 20 is going to be on that list. Which I'm happy about because, again, like Rivendell, <laughs> I'm smoking some of that match 20. All right, you give me some of the Rivendell, I'll give you some of the match 20. For we'll, sure. It'll be good. All right, what's number four on your list? Number four on my list is one that we have mentioned before. It is an like an English aromatic, and it's very lightly English. It only has a little bit of Latakia in it. I'm so glad this one's on your list. But it's Captain Boomer from Watch City Cigars. So glad it's on your list. I, it was another one I was like, I want to put this on my list so bad. <laughs> I know. That's when I put Rivendell on there. I was like thinking you might have that. When I put Captain Boomer's on there, I was thinking you might have that. I'm glad you didn't because <laughs> I'm glad we can swap. We'll definitely have to collaborate before we end up on a desert island. Desert yeah. Island. <laughs> Anytime we ever take a boat anywhere, we need to make sure <laughs> we have what tobaccos we're bringing lined out. Sit right back and you'll hear a tale. <laughs> what do you like about Captain Boomers? What? What do you like about Captain Boomers? I like Captain Boomers because it is a delicious aromatic, but then you get that little bit of Latakia in there that kind of gives it that tiny bit of like smoky floralness. Blah. Gives you that tiny bit of like smoky, like a floral essence. Mm-hmm. So if you took the Latakia away, you would have a really good aromatic blend. But with that little bit of Latakia in the blend, it gives it just like kind of pushes it over the edge a little bit as far as taste goes for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of considered it because since there's seven, I tried to be even on everything. And that one is kind of like my middle of the road. It's kind of an aromatic and also kind of an English I felt good about making it kind of like a compromising for the odd number. So it can kind of sit in both categories, in my opinion. Again, I'm so glad you have it because I would want that and I would probably miss it. Yeah. Dearly. Yeah, for sure. What's your number four? Um, number four for me, I'll, I'll skip that one there because we yeah. have, we both have that on our list as well. I know. I'll wait till it gets down to your turn with it. I'll probably do it next. Okay. Um, number four for me is Mississippi River Rum Barrel Aged. Oh, yeah. Okay. When I put plum pudding down, uh-huh. I thought I thought that Mississippi River 
rum barrel aged that you let me try is so good. It is so good. But then I thought, there's no way that's not going to be on his list. So <laughs> I was like, I'm definitely not going to put it because I, I knew you, there's no way you weren't going to have that. Yes, I actually, it's one of those blends that I can't get enough of. Yeah. And if I'm going to end up on a, I would actually willingly go to a desert island so I could have an unlimited <laughs> supply of it. Because <laughs> they don't sell it in bulk. Nope, they don't sell it in bulk. There's a lot of blends. One of these blends in the list, I wish, all these blends on this list, I wish they sold in bulk. Uh, a couple of them they do. Like Match 20. <laughs> yeah, like match, match 20 is sold in bulk. Uh, there's another one on this list that's coming down down the pike that oh, yeah. is on the list. But I'm glad that's on the list too. You're glad that's on the list? Okay, yeah. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, uh, Mississippi River, Rum Barrel Aged. I like a lot of Seattle Pipe Bubs blends, but I think it's my favorite of everything that they offer. Yeah. It's just my favorite so far. I've tried a lot of them. I've tried the plum pudding variations. I've tried all the Mississippi River uh, variations. Uh, I've had Deception Pass. I've had... What's the one you Rainier, Rainier Levant? Rainier Levant. Um, anyway, yeah, I I love a lot of the Mississippi or the uh, Seattle Pipe Club blends, but my favorite is definitely Mississippi River Rum Barrel Aged. Yeah, it's great. I just love that the rumminess that's about it. There's a little bit of an oakiness, like it took in some of the 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 tannin from the barrel, the oak. Yeah. I get a little bit of that. Just, just it just hovers there. It's not a, a huge note, but I do. I get a little bit of that in there. Um, then there's this like. There's a sweetness that comes through that's almost like a. It kind of reminds me of raspberry, but it's supposed to be the rum, the rum uh, barrel mm. uh, flavoring that's coming through. I don't know where it comes from, but I get like a very very hint of raspberry in it, and I just absolutely love that. I'm not a huge aromatic person. Yeah. I have aromatics on my list mm -hmm. um, because I feel like I would miss them if I didn't have them. Um, I would consider Mississippi River like one of those English aromatic type things. It's, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree. But uh, what's your next one? Uh, my next one I'm going to do is uh, Quiet Nights. Okay. And Quiet Nights is one that you and I were discussing um Honestly, I think we're discussing substitutions for Penzance because you can't find Penzance anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I had asked some people online, some people had mentioned a few blends, and then you told me that Quiet Nights was a really good English blend that some people have said is relatively similar to Penzance. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a tin of that to try, and I absolutely loved it. It's, I mean, I think at the next week I ordered a pound or more. Didn't I give you some of that to try? You gave me a little bit to try. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You gave me a little bag to try, and I tried it, and it was like, this is amazing. So then I went and bought some, and then I went and bought more. Yeah, you had given me some Penzance to try. Somebody had sent you a sample, some sort of sugar daddy. From, <laughs> yeah, from 2014. Yes. It was good. Uh, you you gave me a, a pretty hearty sample of that. So I don't know what you had to do to get that from that guy, but keep doing it, buddy. <laughs> We, we would love any samples of Penzance. Yeah. <laughs> please, 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 I've, please, please. <laughs> tried so hard to get Penzance. We yeah. both ordered it that one time and they took it away from us. Yes, we, anyway. were, we were robbed of it. Uh, somebody did a drop. We paid our money and then they called us and broke our little hearts and told us that they deceived us. and They didn't actually have it in stock. Yeah, they were like, that sold out. Can I give you some Margate instead? 
And I was, I was like, like, no, no. You instead. <laughs> That's like me ordering a steak and you being like, all I have left is liver. Yeah. <laughs> Although I love Margate. I do like Margate. <laughs> Margate is much better than liver. No, they didn't even ask me what blend I wanted. They said, uh, can we send you a like blend? And I was like, a like blend? What's a like blend? Yeah. Are you, you going to take my money and then send me Quiet Nights? I mean, I love Quiet Nights, but I bought Penzance. Right. I, want my, I want my Penzance. And uh, this is how we announce our class action lawsuit. So if you were part of no, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say who it was. So No, it's true. We're safe. But um, yeah, I've got Quiet Nights on my list as well, which I'm surprised it was on your list because last episode you talked about how salty it is and you weren't sure. Um, and for that reason, I almost didn't put it on my list. Yeah. But you know, my thought process was because I, I do love it and I've had it a lot. I really thought, I wonder how this would taste if I put a little Rivendell and a little Quiet Nights together. <laughs> so I was like, if nothing else, maybe we need to mix with. But if I knew it was on your list, I wouldn't have put it on my list. Yeah. Uh, like Quiet Nights is also on my list, um, which is surprising to me that it's on your list. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, yeah, Nate's definitely not going to have this one on his list. Uh, but I'm I'm glad that because when you get sick of it, because you're going to be sitting by the salty beach mm-hmm. and when you're just sick of salt, you're going to say, I don't want this quiet nights. And you're going to be down to six blends and then you're going to give me a double lifetime supply of quiet nights. Well, here's the other thing is I was going through and trying to think, like I said, I was trying to be even and I had plum pudding picked out for one of my English blends. Mm-hmm. So then I was trying to think, what's my other like, what's another English blend I would consider to be one of my favorites? I was just racking my little brain trying to come up with something, and now I can think of like three. But at the time, I was like, I guess I'll go with Quiet Nights. Okay, so what would you substitute for Quiet Nights? Honestly, I'd probably do Northwoods Okay. from Boswell. Um, that or Squadron Leader, because I'm, I know you're not a huge fan of Squadron Leader, um, but I think it's pretty good. But honestly, I think I would probably go with Northwoods because it's a tasty treat. Yeah, I, I would go with Northwoods as well if I were you on that. I mean, because you want to you have some. Yeah, I want to have some Northwoods. Uh, the only thing I like about Squadron Leader is their tin. The rest of it is garbage. Oh. That, that, I'm going to really upset some people right I know, now. I know. I do not like Squadron Leader. You hit the nail on the head when you said it tastes like an old lady's perfume. That's exactly what I taste when I smoke Squadron Leader. But that's what I like, so. It's like a, an old lady at church pulls some lotion out in the middle of the church service and starts slathering it on herself in front of you, in front of, in the pew in front of you. <laughs> and it just has this, like, awful, like, Avon lotion smell. <laughs> that's what quiet. That's what. Too far. You've gone too far now. <laughs> Avon. <laughs> that's what Squadron Leader smells and tastes like to me. I abhor this stuff. Their tin art is amazing. That's one of my favorite tins. I love that little plane on there. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a plane fan. One of my favorite places to go is the um, Air Force Museum in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Looking at old planes. Um, so anything that has a plane on it. Um, even subpar whiskeys that have planes on them, I'll buy them just because it has a plane on them. I bet you're a big fan of Red Baron pizza. Uh, no, I don't like frozen pizzas because I'm not an uncultured swine. Uh, you bite your tongue because <laughs> frozen pizzas are my jam. I love frozen pizzas and Red Baron's the best. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So we got off track here. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. You did Quiet Nights. Okay. So I then... did Quiet Nights. So what's your next one? My next one is back going back to a Virginia blend. So I picked David off Flake Medallion because it's a Virginia Perique. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get one that was a Virginia that didn't have any Perique in it. And this is actually what I'm smoking right now. And I've already mentioned it once, but it's John Cotton's Double Pressed Virginia. Um, I believe that they won some kind of an award in 2019 for being the best tobacco. I like the Chicago Pipe Show or something random like that. 
Um, I've gotten a few tins of it, and I really enjoy this blend. It's it's very no nonsense. It's very it's just a smooth, delicious Virginia. Um, and I was honestly torn between this and I almost picked Peter Stokoby's Navy Flake instead. Um, but I went ahead and went with this. Yeah, I have no idea about what you're talking about with John Cotton's award winning thing because I, I just I haven't been smoking a pipe that long. So I have no idea if they actually won an award, but it sounds fancy. So I'd roll the, the brownie that it came in looked delicious. Yeah. You know, if I'm stuck in a desert island, I might be tempted to just eat that brownie. I'd let you. I have an unlimited supply. You can have one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, lose, then I lose my cookies all over the beach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you get dehydrated. And then you die. And then I get all your tobacco. <laughs> my plan is coming together. Oh, man. My, um, my next one is a new one for me, but I have absolutely fallen in love with this blend. Uh, this was actually sent to me by um, Bishop's Pipes. Yeah. I bought some estate pipes off of him. And... He had this blend. He didn't care for it, so he sent me a, a freshly opened tin that hadn't looks like he hadn't taken anything out of it. Yeah, I'm I'm calling his bluff. I don't think he actually ever tasted it. I think he just smelled it. it was like, nah, it's not for me, and then sent it to me because mm-hmm. it was a full tin. It just wasn't sealed. Um, but it is Cornell and Deal's We Three Kings. And that's what you're smoking right now, right? I'm smoking right now. Yeah. Um, it is a fantastic blend. Again, I'm not really an aromatic smoker. Uh, I have heard that a fresh tin of this is very, very, very strong. But I've also heard from people that once you let it air out a little bit, that the vanilla dissipates. Um, And this has aired out pretty well. Uh, By the time I got it from him, it no longer, it has a slight vanilla smell to it still, but it's not much. Um, But it's not, it's not dried out. It's about the perfect, humidity and uh the vanilla smell is just just barely present but the thing i love about this is that it just reminds me of like a snickerdoodle yeah sitting down in the winter time it's got a cinnamon and a allspice and um kind of a a tea-ish taste to it uh and just it's just very comforting um but a lot of those flavors, a lot of the flavors of the Virginias and stuff come through as well. And I, I just, I thoroughly enjoy it. That's what I'm smoking right now because it was just a, it's just a comforting blend. I feel like I could smoke this any time of the year. I mean, it's like 60 degrees and sunny out today and yet I'm still smoking We Three Kings, which is a Christmas blend technically, but uh, I could smoke it year round. Yeah. And that's whenever we we're going through and making this list, that was another thing I was considering is the seasons. I was thinking in my head, if I'm stuck on an island year round, I mean, I know we said it was a desert island, but I just kind of in my head assumed that we'd still get seasons <laughs> like in Indiana. So maybe we're just stuck on an, on a, on an island in the middle of Lake Michigan. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'd freeze to death. Uh-uh. Yeah, we would. But um, so that's why I picked uh, aromatics. I'm, I'm, for me, I never understood. People always talked about how they like to smoke Virginias and Periques, their vapors and Virginias and stuff, mainly in the summertime. And I never understood that because I'd only been smoking for a year, you know, and when I first started was in December. So then when I was really getting going and getting more blends, it was starting to get spring and then summer. And I loved Virginia Periques. And then when it started to get autumn again, like around August, the end of the summer last year, I got into English blends. I started liking those a lot. But then when it started getting colder, 
like I quit craving the Virginias and I just wanted something comforting and something like overly flavorful that reminded me of Christmas, like of, of Mm -hmm. like being warm and being in the cold food, food, everybody gains weight in the wintertime, I think. Right. So that's, I just found it to be incredibly odd how much I was craving aromatics. And that's when I started smoking Rivendell again. And, and, um, but that's, I actually bought a tin of that and I've never even opened it. Yeah. Well, my birthday's coming up, so. (laughs) (laughs) Your birthday's in June. No, it's not. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Um, You got uh, what? one more on the list. Yeah, we got one more. So this one I picked. Earlier I said I'd written half and half down, and I did. I have this one. I have no desire to take any of this from you. That's fine. And the reason I did this is because I was thinking a lifetime. We're stuck for a lifetime on an island. Mm -hmm. And I only get seven blends. I'm going to want some variety. And I was thinking about when I first started smoking up until now, it's been a year and four months. So I was thinking about what jars I went through the quickest and this one i think was one of the first jars that i went through in its entirety and it is colt blood red moon i'm not a huge fan of cherry flavored things but there is something about this blend i've never had a problem with it from the moment i popped the tin i was able to light it and just smoke the whole bowl um it's it seems like it's a little moist right out of the gate but it always just burns perfectly for me it's got great flavor and it smells incredible. It's one of the ones my mom asks me to smoke it whenever I'm hanging out with her because she loves that. It, her dad, my grandpa, smoked like cherry flavored tobacco back in the day. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, no. Um, so Colt Blood Red Moon is my seventh pick. Yeah, you will stay on the opposite side of the island from me while you smoke Colt Blood Red Moon because yeah. I, maybe it's because the bad, I have to, uh, the obligatory mention, oh, I yeah. have to mention the Cherry Cavendish by Super Value. It, it is just awful. It was the first tobacco that I really smoked, and it, I just can't do cherry now because of it. My wife smoked some um, Mac Baron Seven Seas, the red one, which yeah. is cherry, and it smells like a cherry sucker. <laughs> oh, and the whole gross. basement just smelled like cherry Kool-Aid slash cherry sucker. It just awful. Uh, so you will you will wander through the jungle, um, face many beasts along the way, probably get attacked by wild animals so that you can go smoke this on a mountaintop somewhere or on the opposite side of the island because I will not have cult blood near me. Well, I'll tell you this. I think after seven years on that island, you'd be willing to try it. (laughs) You'd be like, I need something different. And that's where the variety comes in. I might not smoke that for the first six years, but when I need, I get a hankering for something just a little different. Yeah. I got the, I got the, this is my wild card. Every group needs a wild card. I guess the only way to tell is we get just stuck on a stranded island. Well, I'll start playing on it. I know it. of an island in the middle of Summit Lake. You can still see shore from there, but we could I just can't go swim, like. So I'd be stuck. <laughs> we could just go strand ourselves out there. It's like, we're making this happen. What's your last one, though? My last one is uh, an aromatic, surprisingly. Uh, I'm surprised it's not on yours. Um, but I felt like. I needed it because of all the aromatics out there, I keep coming back to this one. Yeah. It tastes exactly how it smells. Yeah. And to me, one of the most comforting things for me is to eat a good breakfast. Okay. I love pancakes and sausage and 
biscuits and gravy and you you know oh, i'm getting hungry right now i, I was that. yeah i was about to say i'm now, now i'm hungry it always we always bring up food i know i, I always bring up food i'm a fat guy so uh but uh, cornell and deals autumn evening uh it's one of the first aromatics i smoked that was Same. a decent aromatic Same. um you can't go wrong with it like it, i feel like this is one that if you're going to have a, a beginner pipe smoker that you're going to point them in the direction of a quality aromatic this is the one i point to every time yeah because if they want to taste what they're smelling, when they smell that tin, what they taste is exactly what they're smelling. And it's a very comforting smoke. It's a little, um, it's got a little bit of a nose burn to it. I don't, I think it's the Virginias maybe, maybe that, maybe I smoke it too fast. Mm. I tend to puff uh, pretty quickly, but um, I could get over that just for the, I could feel like I'm home again, maybe on Desert Island if I had. Okay. Some pancakes and syrup smelling. Yeah. Uh, tobacco. I get that. You know, like when, when one of the guys I work with, he vapes and he has one that's pancakes and syrup. Yeah. And I can, he steps outside to smoke it and I can smell all the way through the building. And I'm just like, it smells like I hop in here. <laughs> it smells like breakfast. So I, I, I really enjoy that one. It's one of the few aromatics that I thoroughly enjoy. Um, but yeah, that's uh that's my seven. Yeah, that's your seven. I'm glad you put autumn evening on there. I almost did. I love autumn evening also. Yeah, but I had Rivendell already, mm-hmm. and I felt like that'd be kind of doubling up. They're not the same. They're not super even really similar, but no. they're both just really tasty aromatics. Yeah, which is why I threw the Colt Blood Red Moon yeah, in there. Just get rid of the Blood Red Moon and put um um go back to half and half. Toby. No. Yeah, you should. Molto Dolce? Molto Dolce. I'd settle for that one. <laughs> no, well, I, I don't blame you. I, I hear Colt Blood Red Moon is extremely popular. It is extremely popular, and it is extremely delicious. Uh, the only thing I like about Colt Blood Red Moon is the packaging. The tin art. It has the most, one of the most amazing tin arts yeah. out there. Uh, another podcast um, did a series on their favorite tin arts. Yeah. And we should do we we could do something like that sometime. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to rob from them, but we'll, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll push will. that down the road. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just listen to everything they do, and then we'll do that yes, too. Yeah, it'll be perfect. That's how we'll be unique. Yeah, we'll just copy everything <laughs> they do. <laughs> no, and I'm sure this is this thing kind of thing's been done before, as oh, far yeah, as I'm the sure. desert island rotation. I I've heard stuff like that on other podcasts, but I I thought it was appropriate because everybody's tastes different, right? Yeah, and I'll tell you right now, if you give me another year, I'm sure this list is going to change. Yeah, I, I feel like some of these spots might change, but I think there's a few things on there. Like, I just don't ever see myself removing Prince Albert from the list. Yeah. That's kind of been a constant for me. Well, that's how I'm with David off Dines. Yeah. Like, once I tried it, until probably the day that I die, I will always smoke that. <laughs> like, unless they quit making it and I run out, I I only have... I think four tens back right now, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So let us know what your seven day desert Island rotation is. We would love to hear from you. Email us. You can email us at pipes, and pals at gmail.com. You can reach us at, at uh, most of the, most of the uh, socials at, uh, at pipes, pours and pals. You can reach Nate at Indiana, Nate or myself, Justin at coffee pot codger. I think it's about all we got for the night. Yeah. That was a good time. man. I had a lot yeah, of fun. It was a, it was a really good episode. And uh, very productive. Hopefully you guys learned a little bit about what our tastes are. Let us know what yours are. With that being said, you guys have a great week. See you next time. See you later, buddy.